RadioInfluence.com. Initiate procedure. Okay, the MJ Radio Network. We are go. Now, stand by for the MJ Morning Show. Hey guys, we've gotten the largest response to a single item from our first 28 podcasts so far. Do you know what the greatest response has been? Michelle kicking somebody's ass in an ice cream parlor? That is 100% right. (laughs) Here's how I knew, because last week, I didn't tell my wife about what we talked about on the podcast. She heard it on Tuesday when it dropped, and she's like, okay, so let me get this straight. Michelle bashed this lady's head into the yeah. metal frame of the door. I was like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yes, she did. Hey, Michelle's with us now at the beginning of episode 29. Welcome, folks, to the MJ Morning Show podcast. This is, believe it or not, episode number 29. Michelle, I've kept you apprised all week long on the response. I mean, it's been incredible. The number of people emailing, social media. People are saying this is the funniest thing they've ever heard about you just going to town on this lady. I don't want to regurgitate the whole story. If you missed the ice cream shop story where Michelle literally bashed a lady in the head and then started smashing her head into the door frame of the ice cream shop, if you missed that and the whole buildup, go back and listen to podcast episode number 28. I mean, is it just so impossible to believe that I would do something like that? Is it a surprise to people or are they like outraged that I did something like that? No, they think it's the greatest thing in the world. They think it's funny. People are telling me they're they're cracking up. Fester, what did your wife, what did Allison say? I come home from work on last Tuesday and she's like, just starts pestering me for details. She's like, so... The woman thought Michelle was from Texas. Why did she think she was from Texas? I was like, honey, what are you talking about? I just wanted to recognize that we have more response to that story from episode 28. Go back and listen to it, folks. Podcast episode 28. It's right at the beginning, but you ought to listen to the whole episode because it's great. I can't believe hundreds and hundreds and I couldn't keep track of all the people that commented on social media about Michelle. Hey, speaking of Michelle, guys, do you want to see what Michelle gave me for Father's Day? Um, yeah. What did you get? Uh, I got a card. I, I did not get a gift, but I'd like to share with you the card. Take it out of the envelope here. I want to share with you the card that Michelle gave me. Let me show it to the camera first. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Okay. Oh, oh. Oh. <laughs> so, but, I only saw the first part. I thought it was a totally different card. No. Mich- <laughs> Michelle gives me, I had to move it up on the camera. Michelle gave me a Father's Day card that says, Happy Father's Day, mother f- <laughs> Should you be saying that? What was that? Should you be saying that on the air? I mean, like, should you be saying the word and should you be saying like what Podcast. I, you know. We're honestly. a little loose. On the web. I will bleep out mother f- Okay, I think okay. Oh. I think people will know exactly what I'm saying, but I will bleep out the f bomb so it will not appear in the finished product. First of all, I can't believe is did you get that? Is Spencer's gifts still <laughs> open? I mean, where'd you get that? Yeah, Michelle, where'd you get this card? Etsy. From what the hell is from Etsy. Netsy? No, 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 not Netsy. Etsy. E T S. You don't know what Etsy is, Froggy? Is I think it's. My great grandmother's name. No. <laughs> I'm sure that I'm sure that Kim knows what Etsy is. Michelle, what I don't you, know what Etsy. Tell what everyone is. what Etsy is, will you? 
it's just a big, you know, aggregate shopping site. Some people make things. Some people they have like antiques to sell. Some people have, I don't know, they just, you know, I buy all kinds of stuff on there. You know, it's like an artisan eBay, I guess, right? Is exactly. That, is that exactly. a way to describe yes. it? You can get everything. So on that's it. sort of custom made for MJ. Well, it's custom made from me to MJ. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Uh, hey, I mean, speaking of Etsy, by definition. I do have a story about Etsy later on during the podcast. If you want to see the card that Michelle got me for Father's Day without the mother bleep, <laughs> if you want to see the full card with no bleep, I did put it on my Instagram feed, at Certified Todd Schnitt. So if you go to my Instagram, at Certified Todd Schnitt, it's up there in full glory. And also give me a follow on my Instagram account. Did you guys get anything nice for Father's Day from the family, guys? Did Froggy get his $4,000 driving apparatus? Guys, I got good news. Well, what happened? Actually, I don't got any news. I didn't get dick. <laughs> and Kim's Peloton still has not arrived, right? Oh, mid-July. Mid-July at the earliest. Tell me about the running you had with the homeless lady again. There's there's a new story. This was on one of the earlier podcasts. There's a homeless lady that operates near the turn-in to Froggy's neighborhood off of, what is that, off of Memorial? Yeah, it's, it's around there. All right, it's, so, you, you know, know. In, in the town and country area, and there's a homeless lady that Froggy's had a couple of run-ins with. The latest now... Well, she- I tried to help her. The first time it was raining, and I tried to help help her, and she called me the devil. And I was like, okay. And this time I was trying to help her because she seemed agitated. She, she seemed annoyed. <laughs> it was really hot out, and right. she was, like, pulling at herself. And I didn't know what was going yes. on. So I pulled. I know over. that I always want to help homeless people who seem agitated. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> the thing with this one is, people in my in my neighborhood have posted about her. She's a nice woman, apparently, and and people have helped her. So I sort of want to be. I want to help her. I mean, I guess. I, well, she obviously has a problem her. with you because you, you might try to help her. Other people are saying that she's nice, but you have a run-in with her every time. So, what happened this time? Well, I go to ask her if she's okay, and I simply do that by pulling up next to her when it's safe, pulling over on the side of the road, putting on my hazards, and rolling down my window and, and saying, excuse me, are you okay? Do you need anything? That's basically what it was for because I sent you the video. If you see the video, she seems very agitated in the video. So I asked her that. She comes up to my window and sprays some sort of Lysol aerosol spray <laughs> in my car, <laughs> Wait, which did, gets in in my face. Did she she sprayed like Lysol in your face? I mean, I, I think it's <laughs> it smells like Lysol. I'm pretty sure it was some sort of Lysol she got at, at Walgreens. All right, or something. so it's she, it's a disinfectant spray of some type. Yes, and so she doesn't say anything. Just sprays me <laughs> with Lysol spray, and I just. I take off and then I start my video and then I come back around and I take a video of her. Wait a minute. So you're, well, hold on. You're taunting her now? You're trying to get her on video now? Well, now I just. So what are you turning her into a prop? She's a bit now? You're trying to oh. record. What are you going to do with the video? I was trying to help her, first of all. Then she sprayed me in the face with Lysol. So you rolled video to try to have another encounter so you can capture it on video? Is that it? 
Basically, I was willing to take more life okay. on the face for the hits. You're goading a homeless woman into oh. into assaulting you. Oh, I see what he's doing. So he went back around. He's hoping that she sprays him again with Lysol, and this time he can capture it on his cell phone video. Yes. And they get a whole bunch of hits on social media, right? Yeah, and then she keeps on walking and takes a left, and as she's walking, because she, she didn't, she started leaving her little area. So she, when she's walking, she starts spraying other cars coming by. On Memorial there, cars, I think the speed limit, is it 40 or 45 there? It's, I think it's about 45. Okay, cars are flying by there. I, I've been on that road many, many times, and folks do 60, 65 on that road, 70. So you're telling me she's like trying to spray cars as they whiz by? She was at a spray two cars, spray herself pace. <laughs> so two cars would go by, she would go and then when there there would be no cars, sprays herself. You can't take this COVID nineteen serious enough, especially with the spike in Florida. Oh, hey guys, so you know, city of Tampa, they put into effect the mask ordinance, the requirement for masks indoors. Hillsborough County on Wednesday is gonna do the same thing as Tampa, right? I saw that the city county or the county commissioners were meeting. I didn't know they yeah, decided they, yet. They approved it. It's done. It's a done deal. So Hillsborough County, Good. there's going to be a mask requirement for the whole county of Hillsborough, not just the city of Tampa. Hey, Froggy, I would love you to get video of the lady spraying you in the face and spraying cars as they go by. So if you can get some nice, clear, close-up video, we'll post it up on our social media. I got to say that. Video you posted on Twitter was probably one of the greatest things I've ever seen with the guy walking into a Walmart, was it? Oh, did you see that? <laughs> that was unbelievable because I love going to Walmart and there's always people walking in there without masks, but now you can't do that. You have to wear a mask, obviously. Yeah, Froggy, here's the video. This happened in Orlando. It happened over the weekend. And this guy they describe as a senior citizen, I guess he looks to be, what, mid to late 60s, maybe early 70s. And he's trying to walk into this Walmart in Orlando, and they have a policy, you got to wear a mask in this Walmart. And the guy tries to walk in. Employees try to stop him. Then a guy stands in front of the door putting his arms out to block the guy from walking in. No mask, no service. And then the old guy starts pushing the employee. And there's a guy capturing this whole thing on cell phone video, and he's narrating. Let me play a little bit of this. You got to wear a mask, bro. That's the guy saying, you got to wear a mask, bro. So the employee blocks him. The old guy pushes him. Now they're in the store, and that's where the guy operating the cell phone camera video is saying, you got to wear a mask, bro. (laughs) The guy's laughing because the old guy is still pushing the Walmart employee in his Walmart vest, and the old guy falls forward and hits the ground. The old guy goes, bam, right on the ground. I mean, folks, that could have been a hip. You know what happens when, uh, like, a senior citizen busts the hip? That's generally it. It's downhill from there. Oh, it's totally downhill from there. This guy's on the ground. He's down. He gets up. (laughs) You can hear the guy behind the cell phone video. He's laughing at the whole thing as the guy took a topple. But the guy gets back up. Here we go. Still laughing. These folks are tripping, bro. So he says, these folks are tripping, bro. Walmart's got to be awfully proud of their employees. They did not lay a hand on him. They did not. uh, There's nothing aggressive toward this guy. They're not grabbing him. No, but this old man trying to open up some old man whoop ass on this. I would have to say that, yes, it was a battery on the Walmart employee from the uh, elderly gentleman. That's what I'm saying. All right, let me roll it. Here we go. (laughs) 
bro. These folks is tripping, bro. Hey, sir. Everybody got on masks, man. Everybody got on masks, man. There's the guy behind the camera saying, everyone's got on masks, man. Why? You know, what is it, guys? And I've seen this. And I've heard this. What is it with some of the elderly that they're so opposed to masks? It's weird. They're the most susceptible with COVID-19. The cases are spiking in Florida. Why the hell are some of the elderly so ornery about wearing a mask? I I still go to work. I work with a, a bunch of different kinds of people, a bunch of different kinds of customers, many of which are a little older. And some of them have no concern for this. They're like, I'm not going to get it. It's not going to affect me. If I get it, I'll be fine. I'm healthy as a horse. I don't have any pre-existing uh, medical conditions other than being old. Uh, and here, they're being very cavalier about it. Yeah, here's the finale of the video. You want a mask, man? I got some. Then there's another guy off camera saying, hey, listen, you want a mask? I got a mask, sir. But he's already pushed and shoved this employee he almost trips again and falls into a whole display of tomatoes right in the produce <laughs> section of Walmart. This is in Orlando. Bro, this is too funny, bro. All right, then the guy penetrates a little further into the store. Then he makes his way down one of the dry goods aisles. And the employee is still man. trying to stop look, him. You gotta, look, look at him, bro. Bro, the man doing his job, bro. Just get a mask. <laughs> so then the guy finally yells, the guy's just doing his job. Just get a mask. But again, what the heck is going on with the elder? Michelle, do you have any theories here? Uh, yeah, I can tell you right away because I had I lived with my grandparents for quite some time. And yeah. I could imagine what? that one of my grandparents, either my nan or my papa, would probably feel like this gentleman feels, right? He feels like he's being deprived his right or his privilege or his freedom of going into the Walmart to buy what he needs. He needs, I don't know, food or bandages or, you know, whatever. Um, and so he's frustrated, you know, and and th- these old people have lived through a lot, and he probably is thinking to himself, "This friggin' virus is not going to get me. I've I've lived my life. I want to get into Walmart and buy my burgers and my Alka Seltzer. Right I don't on. know." Well, I guess it's sort of similar because a couple of podcasts ago, I told the story about me. I was at CVS. And the old guy had his mask just over his mouth and he wasn't covering his nose. And I I thought I was helping. I'm like, sir, uh, your mask is not covering your nose. You're really not using the mask properly if you're trying to protect yourself. And the guy snapped at me and said, listen here, Sonny, I survived the Korean War. I'll survive this virus. I think that guy I think that guy is saying the same thing to the Walmart worker right there. Right. Like, that's just. Yes. You know, you have to have you an appreciation. Tell, if you watch the video, he was walking in sort of looking for a problem because I go to Walmart all the time. They have a bunch of signs up. They have signs, go this way, follow the line, wear a mask. So he knew he was walking in. He, he wanted a problem. That or he was going in to buy a mask. Yeah, if you go to my <laughs> <laughs> if you go to my Twitter feed, if you go to at Todd Schnitt on Twitter, scroll down. The video is on my Twitter feed at Todd Schnitt at T O D D S C H N I T T. Also, if you scroll down, I took a picture of the guy in CVS, the old Korean War vet. That's on there as well. And then Froggy, you sent me a picture of you. What store were you going into and you had to use some full face mask because you didn't have your regular cloth masks with you? What what happened? I didn't have my mask with me and I know I can't go into a store now and I had to go into Home Depot to get a part of my dad's Father's Day gift, which was a little squirrel table. I needed the corn to put on the squirrel table. Can you hear me? 
Yeah, but your mic is just getting loud and low. And how is this like two months at home now or three months at home and you can't get a microphone to sound right? Well, I guess it is typical Froggy, so, uh, you know. I mean, what a prick. Right, so, so, so you want me to continue on this mic? Just finish your story. Okay. So I had to go to Home Depot is the bottom line. I didn't have my mask. You know my one of my hobbies is metal detecting in the water. No, no. I, 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 I don't know that one of your hobbies is metal really? detecting. In, uh, yeah, I guess maybe you did mention it, but I, I'm sorry. It's not a piece of information that I really uh, grapple and grasp onto. It's been a long time since we've met each other every day. He is really into metal detecting. <laughs> That's an old yeah. man thing. <laughs> well, I love it. And I found numerous cool things, including a money clip from 1943. Okay, so eat that. All right. <laughs> How do you know what year a money clip is from? Because you do the research afterwards. Right. It's part of the whole thing. All right. What is this crazy mask? I'm a scuba diver, and it almost looks like a full underwater full face scuba mask so i ran into this problem as i was metal detecting my nose is too big for the normal ma- like goggles to do yes. it yes yeah you got a damn big schnoz don't you i've got an enormous nose unfortunately so i got to the point where i bought the biggest mask i could and it is a snorkel mask that covers your full face <laughs> it is so my nose does not intrude. All right, so you went into Home Depot with that getup on? Yeah, and it has a little antenna that comes up where you breathe <laughs> out of, and I look like a little like rodent. Did you see the picture? I sent you guys a picture. Yeah, it looked great. It was hysterical. All right, so here's the deal. I will put this on my Twitter feed. So all those that are listening to the podcast, I will put it on my Twitter feed. So scroll down, and you can see this stupid mask that Froggy wore into Home Depot. So, Froggy, I just Here's have a question. Thing. How many people, Wait. like, either approached you or did you notice that people were avoiding you like you had the plague? No. People were definitely, like, looking at me and wondering what it was because n- nobody's wearing that. But right. I got to tell you guys, that thing was way easier to breathe out of than a normal cloth mask. And if you think about it, I'm just bre- I'm breathing out of the antenna, the little <laughs> antenna hole. It's, it's, Froggy, it's not an it's like a snorkel. Could fit in there. Froggy, it's called a snorkel. It's not an antenna hole. The reason I ask Froggy is because I did read a story that kind of like the worse your mask looks, or if you wear something a contraption like that, that people then assume that you're more likely to, you know, either not be aware or cognizant of what's going on, and so now you've just got this like sort of discombobulated system for your face mask covering, and that people will avoid you more. What I think is I found a kick-ass way to get around a Home Depot. That's what I think. <laughs> because it works so well, and I breathe so well. I got a couple looks, but I don't care. Whatever. Well, you got to wear a mask, bro. <laughs> <laughs> got a question for you guys. Oh, and I'm going to put the picture of that. I will take the Froggy picture, and I'll put it up on my Twitter feed. So just scroll down and find Froggy in this ridiculous mask. At Todd Schnitt on Twitter, at T-O-D-D-S-C-H-N-I-T-T on Twitter. Take a look. Got a question for you guys. Do your wives ever give you trouble? So, Froggy, Kim, and Fester, Allison, and of course, I, MJ Todd Schnitt, with my lovely wife, Michelle. I'm about to go into a story here. Do either of your wives give you a load of crap about older items that you cherish or things that you might not want to let go of and they ridicule you for not getting something new. Uh, Something of a sentimental value? Well, 
in this particular case, I wouldn't say it's sentimental. It's more functional and something that I'll just tell you the story. And then you guys can tell me if anything like this happens. And I'm sure Michelle's going to jump all over me and attack me uh, since Michelle is here in the home bedroom schnitt show, MJ Morning Show podcast studio here. I have towels. Oh, my God. Are you telling people about your towels? I have towels that go back to like the 1980s and 1990s. Excuse me. Can yeah. I just say that they yeah. are not towels? They're not even towels. They're not even rags at this point. No. They're barely threads. No. All right. Here's the deal. I hate shower towels that are really plush and furry because those typically are towels that don't absorb and they get they you just know, push the water yeah, around you know what i'm talking about it's they don't absorb a lot of the newer towels they don't absorb the water and it feels like you're it, it makes you feel cold and the water is still on you and it's not wicking away so i have these older towels and yeah michelle says oh i'm gonna throw your gauze away so michelle calls my towels gauze <laughs> I mean, they're barely gauze. Right. But can I just say, first of all, what towels are you using that haven't absorbed water off of your body? I, I don't even know. Michelle. I know what he means. Yeah. Well, when then you, you guys- use a brand new towel, first of all, you can't grip the thing to rub your body because it's so stupid and thick. And then the secondly, it doesn't. It leaves you cold afterwards. Yes. I know what you're talking about. Exactly. Hold on. Hold on. Why is it the guys know what I'm talking about, Michelle? But you have no idea what I'm talking about. Why is that? That has to do with the washing process, and uh, yeah, that you can't use it when you first get it because it does come away from the factory with some kind of a I don't know slime on it. I don't know whatever <laughs> it is. No, it does. Oh. It's, it's made of cotton. They don't have slime on it. And it it's also just extra it, furry. And it also depends on the quality of the cotton that the towel is woven with bottom line is i want my old towels i literally have towels that are from the 1980s i know that i've got some from the early 1990s and michelle taunts me i'm throwing your towels away oh they're getting lost in the move no they're, they're getting no, lost. no they're not no 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 Can I, I just point something out i love too? my thin Stop. they're very very Stop. thin towels Stop. and they abs- what i'm just gonna point out that those towels just so you know yes. do not absorb anything yes they do because when i come into the bathroom there's a huge puddle of water on the floor those towels have absorbed nothing it, it they're takes capable of Michelle, uh, there's no, nothing there no, to absorb no, it, i mean no, it is literally no, like a couple of threads it takes uh, it makes my body my svelte body feel good okay your svelte body did you just say your svelte <laughs> you body say what these these towels have washed your butt more than ten thousand times Oh, easily. 10,000, but I'd be close. I don't know how many times, but, you know, some of them. Dude, you got to get rid of the towels. Some of them have fallen apart. I've got like. And then he wove them back together. (laughs) No, hang on. No, no. So I've got like four or five really good ones left. But what has happened is, you know, the towels where you have a long, big towel and then towards like each end on the third of each end, it sort of has like a band or a strip. Well, a bunch of mine have like torn there. So. Only the center part remains, so I've got some towels that are like just the size of postage stamps. They're kind of square, <laughs> and and you know I I sometimes will use those for maybe my legs, but I still have oh. I, I I have I can't get rid of these towels, guys. Man, they're they're absorbent. I love these old towels. I hate new towels. Now, I, is there a company that makes like new towels that have that old towel feel? Can you, Michelle, go on the? No. You love to shop on the internet. Go research that for me. Oh Let me my tell God. you what you, know you, what you wanna... need. You know what you need what full body sham wow. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, the sham wow. It, le- it 
just wipes the water right off. I didn't oh, know I'm you were going to be talking about towels, but <laughs> we had a towel conversation in our house two weeks ago. What, well, like when you go to a, a hotel or a Holiday Inn and the towels. Exactly the, right. Yeah, the ta- on, on your big ass body. Hold on a minute, Fester. On your body. I mean, one of those cheap hotel towels, it, it must be like, seriously, it must be like a postage stamp on your body. <laughs> no, no, no. Forget that. No, no. We're talking the full-size shower towels. MJ, I'm good for at least half a suitcase full of towels every time I go to a hotel. <laughs> oh. we ha- my wife's like, we have 100 towels at this house. And I'm oh, like, my God. Yeah, so? I, she's like, like, almost all of them you've stolen from hotels. And I'm like, I'm like, so? wait a sec. But why are you stealing towels from hotels? Because typically those towels would be way too small. Michelle, what are you giving me looks for over here? What hotel are you staying at that the towel is too small? Seriously, what are you, Steve Martin what, plays trains. I mean, <laughs> what is this? The Rose Motel, circa 1990. Yeah. I'm, I'm not stealing a, a hand towel. I'm stealing yeah. like the, the bath no, towel. I, I, look, guys, I have been to some of the lower price chains. Uh, sometimes, I don't know whether it's Holiday Inn Express, I think it might have gotten better. I've been at some hotels or motels where you can't even put the towel around your entire body. It barely closes. And at this point, I'm wearing size 33, 34, so I'm not obese. Don't stop there. Just take it right up to 36, why don't you? <laughs> uh, but I, yeah, I don't know, I, I don't know what, what hotel you're talking about. I, I mean, I've been with you for... Tw- what hotel are you speaking about that only has a towel now the size of a postage? We've set? been to Seriously? some recently that had very small towels. I, okay, I'll Best point. Western. <laughs> no. I'll point it out <laughs> next time. Any of you guys have issues with your wives where they want to throw some old, cherished stuff away? Like, it's old, it's busted, I'm throwing it away. So, Michelle's Wait. taunting me by wanting to throw my towels away. What, what Michelle? I'm going to make a prediction. Yeah. That Kim... Doesn't even ask. She just does it. And Allison probably, like, you know, asks, and she probably puts a little pile together, and then she probably speaks with Fester, and yeah. Yeah, right. Look behind Fester. There's nothing but junk that can be thrown (laughs) away behind him. This this room that I'm broadcasting from, my podcast room, is the one room of the house she doesn't go into. There you go. And I've got my big mouth Billy Bass fish up here. <laughs> I've got all kinds of shit up here. But but what happens is Allison does that to me with my t-shirts. Like I have mm. some t-shirts that are older and get rattier and I'll still wear them out because I don't care. I have nobody to impress. And she would she starts throwing them away mm-hmm. without me even knowing. Mm-hmm. For all you does your wife just throw your crap away and doesn't even tell you? She Kim doesn't tell. trying to get rid Red. Hold on. Hold on. Dude, where it's are you going? Hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why, why were you 20 feet away from the microphone? He's getting I'm something. Getting my, I'm getting my item. Oh, you're, oh, you're getting your item. What is it? It's show and tell. My teeter hang-ups backboard that I've had for a few years for my lower back issues. I haven't had lower back issues for 10. What are you doing? What are you dropping? I That's dropped a- the teeter backboard, damn it. <laughs> what is a is teeter- that an inversion <laughs> table? Like... You, you know the, the, the inversion table with the old man that goes, I feel great. I bought that. <laughs> you have that? Do you yeah, use right it? right here. Look. Oh, my, he does. Look at this oh, thing. Oh, my God. Look at this thing. It's this, look at this oh, huge God. device. It's a teeter inversion table. Oh, oh dude. dude you're dropping it. It's the second time you dropped it. I just dropped it on my wood floor. Oh, my God. It's fine. It's not a big deal. Don't come in here. I don't need oh, that. No. Oh, the kids and <laughs> Kim's going to start yelling at Froggy again. But that's what it is. That's my item. She's been trying to get rid of the teeter hang-up board forever, and I need it. I think we all have these items that our wives 
want to get rid of and you know we're afraid that someday we're going to come home and they tossed our crap hey fester we've talked about this in the past fester sent me a text earlier we got to talk about the boob sweat cash at the convenience store this is the first time i've seen boob sweat cash since the covid stuff so everything's different now well uh, everything's different we've talked about this in the past and i can't remember if this came up on the old MJ Morning Show, but I know I have seen, I've seen signs. Hey, Michelle, didn't I take a picture of that? Where was that? It's probably on my Twitter feed. Do you remember I took a picture of a sign at a convenience store? No boob sweat cash money taken? No. Yeah. I saw a sign. Where the hell was that? That's gross. Michelle, you know what boob sweat cash is, right? I'm going to guess it's when the lady keeps her money in her boob area. Yes. And it gets a little sweaty and yes. gross, and then she pulls it out to yes. pay. Yes. I mean, I don't, this if is you, the worst time to do that. I know. If you take out the money before you walk into this store, then how would they know that it's boob sweat and not, I don't know, something no, else? Because it's, it's all wet, but I've, <laughs> I've seen women, and usually they're wearing... You know, yes, usually they're wearing some very, uh, you know, skimpy shorts or or sometimes they're like totally stuffed into something that's way too small. You know, sometimes, you know, is this what you're observing when you go into the convenience store? I'm I'm just saying that I've Uh seen this Uh in the past. I've seen women pull money out of their bra, uh, out of their chest area. And I Uh once took a picture of a sign in a convenience store where it said, no bra money taken or we we don't take uh, sweaty bra money. It was something to that effect. I took a picture and I think... Booby cash. Booby, whatever the heck. (laughs) All right. So, Fester, what happened with you? All right, so I go to the racetrack gas station near my house, right? Yep. I'm filling up the Lincoln, right? And usually I do that all at the pump. I go inside because they got like this 44-ounce, you know, mega thirst buster. Right. I'm like, I'm going to get me one of those. I go inside and, you know, get my refill. And this is the racetrack that has the good ice, you know, the little crumble pellet ice. So I get my ice, I get my root beer, I get in line. And then everybody's social distancing. Mm-hmm. I'm six feet behind. Two ladies, one is very large, and <laughs> they bought cigarettes. And cigarette, I haven't, I haven't bought cigarettes in. Yeah, I don't know. They're expensive. I need to buy yeah. some smokes. Yeah, aren't cigarettes like eight bucks a pack these days? It was, it was, a, it was like her her bill for cigarettes was like forty eight dollars, wow. right? And that she had, and her friend had like forty five dollars. Give me some Paul Malls. And she looks at her girlfriend. She's like, I need a couple extra bucks. Right. And she's okay, no problem. And she reaches out from under her herself and, and pulls out yeah. a lot of cash. Out of her, and it's yeah. three bucks. Oh, jeez. And the clerk is just looking at her, giving her just like a deadpan, searing through her soul type look. Yeah, that's got to be the worst thing in the world. When the clerks at the convenience stores, when they see the customer reach in for the boob sweat money that's got the bra sweat money that's got to be the worst thing that's got to be the nightmare that recurs over and over again for these convenience store uh, clerks at 7-eleven at wawa circle k racetrack wherever so i noticed the clerk is hesitant and i'm just kind of observing all this i saw her take the money out i'm not saying anything i'm keeping my mouth to myself i'm not making a scene and the clerk just says just put it on the counter and she, she took her money and put it on the counter, and he reaches over and grabs like a plastic fork and picks it up and puts it in the cash drawer. <laughs> and 
gives her a couple of cents change and she leaves. <laughs> so now the, the poop sweat money is in the cash drawer. In the drawer. And then, so whoever is the next person to get change is going to get the boob sweat cash out of the top of the bills in the dollar bill section, right? The guy excuses himself after she leaves. She goes, he goes, I'll be back in one second. He goes and puts gloves on. Oh. And now he has gloves on. And he's like, is that all for you, sir? I was like, yeah, this is it. Bleep. And, well, you know, the drink's $1.29. Right. Came to like $1.45 after tax. No problem. Here's a five. And the guy reaches in his cash drawer. He pulls out $3. Oh. That's the same $3. Oh. This lady pulled out of her boob. Oh, my God. You got nip cash there. I was like, listen, I'm not taking your mammary money, man. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> oh, mammary like, money. You have to give me- I mean, think about this for a second. I mean, it's bad enough to get boob sweat cash, but boob sweat cash during the time of coronavirus, COVID-19, that's even worse. I looked at him. He goes, well, man, these are all the singles I have. And I'm like, we're going to have to come up with something. And he reaches in and pulls out all of his quarters, and he counts out $3.50 worth of quarters. All right, so you refused the boob sweat cash, uh, so he he gave you quarters? You change, man. (laughs) The old fester would have walked up behind her and pulled crotch money out of his his pants. (laughs) Here you go, man, next. (laughs) I wonder how many guys pull out crotch cash where they pull it out of their jock, you know? (laughs) Crotch cash. (laughs) Michelle, what are you giving me a look for? That is disgusting. That is it's absolutely it's, disgusting. It's crotch cash. <laughs> hey, uh, I wish. You're hey, going to be crotch cash, man. <laughs> crotch cash. That's, that's a new bit. That's a video, it's, man. It is crotch cash, man. All right. Hey, uh, Froggy, is, is Kim, I know you said that you don't want to talk about this on the podcast, but... Fester, what happens if somebody tells me we don't want to talk about it on the radio or we don't want to talk about it on the show or on the podcast? What happens in that case? The the odds of it getting talked about are exponentially higher. Yeah, about 100%. So Froggy says, hey, I can't talk about this on the podcast. My wife, Kim, doesn't want me to talk about it. But what happened with the neighbors? They did a whole big non-social distancing party in, in their driveway this weekend. What happened? No, I I don't think I really want to get into it. I, oh, um, yeah. come on, Froggy. Are you afraid of Kim? Are you afraid of the wrath of your wife? Come on. I'm not, a, I'm not afraid of nothing. I just know that with my other neighbors now, we're banished from them, and they don't even look at it. Hold on a minute. Is, it, is that the neighbor where you commented on their 21-year-old daughter's fine ass? No. Okay. That was the other that neighbor. That was the other. Okay, so that so Froggy. Now, this was the neighbor that he busted him for having a workout gym <laughs> right. in, in their yard. Right. So, yeah, so is that the same neighbor with the party now or a different neighbor? This is a different neighbor now, and she doesn't want that to happen again. Oh, so now we're going to have three neighbors that are pissed. The neighbor next door, where you were commenting on the podcast early on about <laughs> the, <laughs> the fine, <laughs> the extremely fine rear end that the daughter has, and she is 21, though. And then you complained about the neighbors across the street with the home garage, and they had like half the neighborhood doing workouts in the garage during the onset of COVID-19. And now let's piss off a third neighbor. What happened there, Froggy? Well... I, I mean, you saw the picture I sent you. Yeah. It was a ridiculous party, yeah. and that's that's the bottom line. Not one mask to be seen as if nothing's happening, and that's it. And and we didn't want to talk about it because 
my other neighbors hate us now. And that's it. You know, we, we, we can't have all my neighbors hate us. Hey, let's go for the hat trick. So two neighbors already hate you. It's, it's ass neighbor and it's the workout neighbor. So let's have the party neighbor. So now it's a hat trick. We get, it's a trifecta, baby. Do you want me to get Kim to comment or is <laughs> no. that what you want? No. That, but, okay. Well, she, Good. but she told you not to talk about it and we talked about it. So <sighs> unless you want to go tell her now and she can bitch you out and, and, and yell at you on the podcast. We've had a couple of funny episodes you know so what I'm far. You do? What? I'm going to call her in and I'm going to tell her we talked about it. Just watch how mad she gets. You want to do that? Let's yeah, just yeah see. go ahead. Let's, let's see. Let's, let's, see if you're, let's see if you're uh, right. That was good. Yeah, this is like a hidden camera thing. Okay. Let's see if Froggy's wife, Kim, gets angry after I got it out of Froggy that he is observing another neighbor that is doing things socially unacceptable during the time of COVID-19. And let's see what Kim has to say. You look so lovely. Oh, look how lovely Kim looks. Yeah. Now let's see what happens here. All right. I told them about our neighbor's party. Why? (laughs) Why did you do that? I know you told me not to, but I just, MJ got it out of me. I I accidentally sent him the picture. We have to live here and deal with these people. It's not like it's going to like go away and you talking about it doesn't make it any better. Hey, Kim. uh, What? Does the neighbor next door where Froggy early on commented on how good the 21 year old neighbor's daughter's ass looked, do they make eye contact with you guys anymore? I just like don't even want to talk about it. It's so uncomfortable. We can't even walk out of our house. I told you she'd be mad. I mean, come on. Our other ones from the other time don't even talk to us anymore. So yeah, let's do we want to do we want to talk about anybody else on the street? Maybe across the canal? No, not them. Don't talk about them. What's going on across the well? Aside from Keenan Thompson, what else is across the canal? Nothing. Nothing is going on. Nothing. (laughs) You know, there's another people. Shut up. (laughs) Hold on. What the? What is it, Froggy? Come on. What? What's happening? What's happening across the canal? You can't tell me to shut up on. I just told you to shut up. Shut your mouth. What's happening? Isn't he supposed to be Italian? Like, shouldn't he know? to keep his mouth shut not him i don't understand he's half italian froggy the cuban side of him doesn't shut up you like fester fester's keeping his stupid mouth shut keep your shot not when it comes to food all right froggy what's going on across the canal froggy come on tell me there's nothing going on you see that this is going to be four now keenan you forgot about keenan he hates us now too (laughs) he doesn't know you exist come on i'm sorry hold on why don't you get up and go ahead all right i hope we're having fun this is fun isn't it you're Why gonna, don't you just go ahead? You guys are going to have to move ah, out of the neighborhood soon. What just Kim. happened? Kim backed out of his wheelie chair and ran over. Oh, oh, Kim was sitting in the wheelie chair and backed out and ran over Froggy's toe. Oh, my God. My bad. My bad. Bye, guys. Bye, Kim. Bye, Kim. <laughs> Froggy, okay? He's not okay. Froggy. Hello, Froggy? Oh, my God. Froggy. He's in oh pain. God, so Froggy, are you okay? Did you crack a nail? Oh, I know exactly what that's. I know exactly what happened. Those wheels on those heavy chairs, if you got your weight on them and you back up and you, if someone's barefoot, oh, my God, you could take toes off with that thing. Froggy, you okay? Oh, my God. Were you bragging about your fine wood floors earlier in the podcast? Now your toe got smashed on it. All right, well, Froggy recovers. I got a couple of things here before we shut things down on this episode of the MJ Morning Show podcast. We have a new hot mug shot 
to add to the collection. This is something that has come up over the years. Do you remember, uh, Fester, wasn't it the young woman, was she out of like uh, Pasco County or Polk County? Remember that hot mugshot lady back in uh, maybe 2010, 2011 during the MJ and morning? And then that, that company took the mugshot and like made her the face of it. There's a, a new story. Now, the story's terrible. Listen to this. A New Hampshire woman was arrested after a two-day hunt over the alleged knife point kidnapping of a man who was left naked, bound, and tied to a tree, according to police. Ariel Dupuis, 29, was busted late Sunday on accusation. She helped Ronald Batances, 37, abduct the victim at knife point and forcing him into a car in Manchester, New Hampshire, on Friday, according to the police. The unidentified victim's wallet and cell phone were stolen, and he was taken to several locations Blah, blah, blah. The victim was then forced to remove his clothing, had his wrists and feet bound and assaulted before being left and tied to a tree. But listen, the story's horrific. I mean, kidnapping, I mean, this is a serious offense. I mean, this will put you away for 20, 30 years, uh, I'm thinking. But the woman involved is smoking hot. It's like a glamour shot mugshot. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? You are a hot lady. You could probably find some guy that's loaded, and here you're about to go to state prison in New Hampshire probably for 25 years. You know, if, if, if Chloe goes into law at the University of New Hampshire, she might defend her. <laughs> Unfreaking believable. The picture on my Twitter feed. So scroll down and you'll see the picture. My Twitter feed at Todd Schnitt at T O D D S C H N I T T. Go to my Twitter feed. The picture is on there. And I'm telling you, this woman is freaking attractive. Uh, Froggy, look. Froggy, look at the picture that Fester's showing on the screen right now. I see. She's, you know, she's a uh, natural beauty. Her bone structure is almost perfect. Has Michelle seen the picture yet? Uh, Michelle's giving me the evil eye over here. Let me let me bring Michelle's mic back up and oh, what show a her. Mean me. and, no, no, Michelle, have you seen the picture? I, I'm looking at it right now, and I'm just I'm just trying to figure out. Like, she's so attractive. You're looking at her, and you're thinking how attractive she is. Yeah. You know, they bound the guy to a tree, like I think <laughs> naked. I, I know. Are, are, are you Listen. also thinking about that when you're looking at her? No, That's I'm pretty scary. That's really scary. She's nuts. No, I'm She's not. an evil bitch. I'm just trying to figure out why a woman this attractive is mixed up in this crap. You know what? Crazy people are attractive. All right, all I, right. I don't know what else to all tell right, you. Right, what sorry. do you think? Just You have to be hideous to be crazy? <laughs> but just because we're hideous. She looks crazy. like an actress. Yeah. Now, Michelle, you know what? Hold, hold on a minute. You know what? She almost looks like a little Valerie Bertinelli back when she was smoking hot, maybe. Is that what you're saying, uh, Froggy? Valerie Bertinelli? You, no, I'm not talking you? about her. Well, then who, do you, who, who are you thinking then? <laughs> who? Rhoda. <laughs> Listen, Michelle, <laughs> am I way off base to say this looks a little bit like you when you were younger? Long, dark hair, really good bone structure, great ass. Well, no, so, we, oh, <laughs> Fester, we can't see the ass in the mug. It's not an ass shot. It's a mug oh, shot. Right, we, I was just going by my knowledge of Michelle. Oh. But then, Michelle, I think this is MJ pretty. MJ thinks this is his type, Michelle. It looks like you. Uh, oh, you got pretty hair. Are you trying to smooth Good bone it structure. Sure. You're yeah. smoothing it over for him, are you? No, I'm just trying to point out that you have a great ass. That's all. Oh, oh Fester, <laughs> stop. No, MJ, she's you know, a very she's pretty. Like, Michelle all Williams. I'm saying is this is MJ yeah. pretty. Take a look 
at the picture. The mug shot is on my Twitter feed, at Todd Schnitt, at T-O-D-D-S-C-H-N-I-T-T. All right, a couple of stories before we get out of here. This is a warning to everyone. With all the riots, the looting, the arson that occurred during protests, did you see, and Michelle, you're going to want to see this, did you guys hear how the FBI nabbed and arrested an arsonist who set police cars on fire? Did you hear how they did this? This is incredible. Was it the Seattle story? Uh, this is Philadelphia. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there are a bunch of stories like this where the cops are using, like, unbelievable techniques to track people down. This is the story of Lore, L-O-R-E, Lore Elizabeth Blumenthal, and she allegedly set fire to a police car in Philadelphia. Federal investigators in Philly used the shopping site Etsy and other social media to find her, including Instagram and Vimeo, they nabbed her. They arrested the massage therapist and accused her of torching the cop car. She's going to face federal charges here. The suspect, 33-year-old Laura Elizabeth Blumenthal, identified by FBI agents, examined footage of a May 30th George Floyd protest, noticed her distinct forearm tattoo. All right, so they had a tattoo. But then she also was wearing a political T-shirt that said, keep the immigrants, deport the racists. So investigators then did a search on the T-shirt and they found like one Etsy page that sells it. They went to the Etsy page and then found that she, this woman, had left a comment She left a comment about the transaction. Then they searched her name on LinkedIn. They turned up a woman that was uh, employed as a massage therapist in Philadelphia. Then they found uh, other social media. They found on Instagram a picture of her. They matched the tattoo. So she's going to spend like 25 years probably in federal prison for arson on a police car during a riot and they tracked her down from an Etsy T-shirt and social media. Wow. Yeah, and Michelle loves Etsy. She oh, she got my Father's Day card on Etsy. The right, you know, yeah. So I think I was going to say was one of her purchases a Mother Effer card. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so is the moral of the story: if you're going to commit the crime of arson, you should probably wear like a just most common Hanes white T-shirt just or generic, something. Generic I mean, don't yeah. wear anything that's special or that yeah. you had you know specially made for yourself. Anything mm. else before we get out of here? So in the next couple of weeks, it's going to be 4th of July. Yes. Somebody brought up to me this week, and I want to talk about it maybe next episode. Right. The fireworks oven. Oh, that was and the best. There was two actual fireworks ovens, but there's something we keep forgetting to mention about the second one, and I thought it'd be appropriate to bring it up next episode for the big 4th of July spectacular. All right, so this is a teaser on one part of the fireworks oven that, first of all, if you don't know about Fireworks Oven, Fester, are both videos online, or do we have the archives on this? The second one is online. Okay, the all right, second- so, something happened, and that's a teaser for the next episode. Right. Good enough. Folks, get a hold of the MJ Morning Show. Our podcast has taken off like a rocket. I want to thank all of the thousands and thousands and thousands that download it every single week. Now, remember... 
Spread the word. Even though we're getting enormous downloads, I want more. We want more. And word of mouth is the best. Just tell everyone you know that the MJ Morning Show podcast is on. The MJ Morning Show with Froggy, Fester, me, MJ, Todd Schnitt. We are back. You know, special guests like Michelle and Kim, Froggy's wife, and uh, Dave the Dwarf and Hurricane. We, You know, we've got interns on. But spread the word. The MJ Morning Show is back. And just tell everyone. That all of the past episodes, all of the download information, everything, all of the platforms, we're on all the major platforms, go to mjmorningshow.com. The webpage has everything you need to know. Tell everyone to go to mjmorningshow.com for everything you need to know about the podcast. Of course, drop us email, mj at mjmorningshow.com. Email me, mj at mjmorningshow.com. The hotline is getting you know plenty of texts and voicemails. Leave us a voicemail. Tell us what you think. Uh, make a request, comments, questions. Leave a voicemail for us at 813-467-6290. That's 813-467-6290. And you can also text that number as well. And don't forget, on Twitter, I'm at Todd Schnitt. On Instagram, I am at Certified Todd Schnitt. So give me a follow in both places, and we'll see you next time. The MJ Morning Show. Radio Influence strives to bring you excellence in podcasting. We work with personalities like TV chef Brian Duffy, radio personalities like Ian Beckles, news and political pundits like independent journalists Frank and Tracy Beans, experts from the sports world like veteran football scout and coach Chris Landry, pro wrestling personality David Penzer, MMA experts Jason Floyd and Daniel Galvan, and strength and conditioning coach Jeff Crochell. If you're looking for food, sports, music, entertainment, politics, no matter the topic, Radio Influence has something for everyone. All of Radio Influence's programming can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.